Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of the Old Taku Connection, and uh, I recorded a previous intro, and uh, well, the timeline got kind of messed up, and um, yeah, so here I am. Uh, like the other intro, not too much to say here, other than I've been pretty tired. Yeah, I usually get home from work around three, and the niece will wake me up around sometime between seven and nine. And yeah, it's been wearing me out. I've had to cut back on exercise, and unfortunately, probably means I'm going to be losing the weight, and trying to lose a bit slower. But you know, other than that, things aren't too bad. Yeah. So um, rather than prattle on with ultimately nothing important to say, we'll get right to it. Airmaster. So please enjoy. Oh yeah, here we go, Angelina. I'm going to kick your essence and your body's ass. Oh, I didn't hear that one. I thought you were talking about <laughs> what he said to the little kid. That's what I should say to you right now. Oh, shut the hell up. You're never going to make it through life with <laughs> if you cry at moments <laughs> like this. I'm not crying. I'm pissed off. <laughs> and I'm definitely uh, going to kick your essence's ass now. We're all crying on the inside. So many emotions. Yeah, there's a lot of emotions in this anime. Um, literally everyone screams in it. Yeah. Mm. I, I gotta say, uh, Sakiyama Kaori is, is approaching near waifu status for me. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think back when I, when I watched this in, uh, I think it was like high school age or something, when this first came out, uh, the last episode we watched was kind of the point where I was like, yeah, I like her a lot now. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny because I realized this, like, a few episodes before that. Just when she, like, uh, burst in again and was just mm-hmm. like, Air Master! <laughs> I like the way she says it. Yeah. Master! The, the, the actress is fucking... She hams up all her dialogue. She's so perfect in that mm-hmm. She tears it up. Yeah, she's great. But that was the moment I was just like, you know what? I fucking love this bitch. <laughs> she's great. Yeah. <laughs> she's fun. Yeah, she's a perfect fit for pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. She can handle herself in the ring and like can like out shout and out talk just about anybody in the arena. Yeah, it makes sense. It's cool that we kind of get to see that part of her and like now we get to see her kind of find her place yeah an area where she shines more uh-huh. than anywhere else yeah <laughs> yeah also she unveiled her secret technique yeah that was cool that shit was pretty raw <laughs> yeah <laughs> I saw blood come out the nose and then the chick vomited yeah she was more like crying out the mouth yeah. <laughs> that shit just annihilated her. Yeah. It's cool. I guess that's what she was missing was emotional content. <laughs> a, a certain level of emotional content cuz she's always angry and screaming. Yeah, but it wasn't the It wasn't yeah that that yeah. raw ass trauma. Yeah. That was pretty fucked up. Yeah, it was it was kind of like it, it was weird like that moment I feel came out of nowhere. But I'm glad we got to have it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like we knew this about her, but like mm-hmm. I feel like it did that 
earlier with something else too. Mm-hmm. Also, I thought mm-hmm. it was cool they kind of did a, a fake out version of that. I think at the beginning of the episode, where the person was yeah. like, "Hey, Cowrie, you remember me, right?" And she just like knocks her out, knocks him out. It's like, no. Oh yeah, I think it was like a guy she fought earlier in the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. Because the whole time I was like, "Wait, am I supposed to remember?" <laughs> <laughs> and then she knocked him out. And I was just like, "Okay, I guess not." <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, I really like how uh, if she respects your you as a fighter, she'll take you out to lunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is like the what the second time we've seen that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very uh, cordial, very um, polite, I guess. Yeah, and I like uh, the redhead. She's funny. Oh, what the wrestling the wrestling chick? Yeah, yeah. She's probably got maybe the only character in this with goals more lofty than Cowrie's. Yeah, she definitely has like a five year plan worked out, <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of backup steps, uh-huh. which include marrying a rich man and uh, making nude mags. <laughs> I didn't know if those were backups or if those were all like her. That I thought that was her end goal. I, no, because I think she said uh, if like things dry out. Or she said something like that right before those two steps. Yeah, I missed that. <laughs> she was talking pretty fast. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. Cool. But it's... I, the thing I like about this show is just it consistently introduces charming characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's... That's pretty... I don't know, something about it, because I'm... I'm like kind of thinking about how Tekken does that too like a lot of people complain about the newer characters but they have this like giant cast of fighters and it's I guess it's maybe you kind of have to because at their core they're all kind of you know they have the same basic thing going on which is that they're fighters they Mm -hmm. fight they have some reason to fight and everyone has a reason why obviously but then they all you know, come from different there's places, a, and they all have weird quirks and shit. Yeah, there's distinctive reasons for these people to literally try and kill each other all day, every day. And I feel like Air Master, more than a lot of uh, animes and maybe even video games about fighting, uh, emphasizes that these people are all, by that nature, extremely eccentric. Yeah. <laughs> like, they don't even pretend anyone in here is normal. Yeah, which I appreciate. It's like, even when they're being, like, weirded out by each other, chances are the one, like, expressing confusion is or is about to do something just as weird. Yeah. (laughs) They respond with more weirdness. Also, I like how they introduce these characters and they don't forget about them like yeah this is these were the first episodes we've seen lucha guy come back mm-hmm. it's been in other episodes i don't remember i want to say maybe like in the uh background he i think he may have appeared once in the uh previous crop of, no not not the previous crop of episodes i think he appeared once in episode three or four mm. I can't remember for certain. 
but uh, yeah, he's just kind of around. Yeah, which I kind of like. I thought it was cool the first three episodes, like that little arc was. It felt almost felt like a little mini movie. Mm-hmm. It was just all her like buddies and everyone she's encountered, kind of hanging out and like helping out. Yeah, um, this that was very much the sort of sort of like a weird regrouping. Okay, let's uh, meet back up with everyone we've met so far. Um, those three episodes were actually what I was considering showing you guys when I wasn't certain that we'd be sticking with the show. Like when I thought, okay, I'm only going to get one shot at this, so let me pick a good arc. Yeah. But this re- was going to be it. Yeah, I remember that because I was looking at my links and 9 was great. And I was like, did we watch 9? Then I remembered. Yeah, I was kind of thinking about that while we were watching. And I, mm-hmm. I could see why you would do that. I'm glad we did start from the beginning. Just because it's kind of a, like what we were just talking about. It's kind of a big payoff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I could understand why you would do that. I definitely would have had a ton of questions if we had done that. Yeah, that was actually kind of the uh, reason why I went against it, because I was uh, kind of making notes for those episodes, and then, like, I ended up in the notes, like, writing out descriptions of the characters, and then got unsure about certain things that I needed to go back and confirm, and it was like, oh, shit. (laughs) There's too much here. Yeah, there's a ton going on. It doesn't seem yeah. like a lot, but like right off the bat, you'd be like, "Okay, why's this guy got jackhammer arms? What's the deal with this kid on the bike? What's wrong with that girl's boobs?" <laughs> yeah, Lucha. Why does everybody want to do everyone else? <laughs> well, specifically, everyone wants to do Maki, uh, though. Yeah, we did. We did get another creepy weirdo in this crop of episodes. Yeah. Well, also, Bike Kid wants to do. Mina. Yeah. Oh yeah, and everyone basically, it's uh, most of the characters want to do Maki. Some of them want to do this thug kid, and uh, everyone else wants Mina. <laughs> yeah. <Jeez. laughs> yeah. Poor Sakiyama Kauri getting no love. But I don't <laughs> think she cares. No, I really don't think she does. Uh, so those first three episodes, I mean that arc. Or I guess a little story. It was I. I don't know. I'm, it was kind of. I didn't find it that interesting. It was just kind of silly. It was just. I mean, there. Yeah, if we had watched this, like this was the first thing we had watched, it would have been super confusing because there were just so many different characters and and things going on. But for like the actual story itself, they're just kidnapping the big boob girl and because they all love her, and that just seems like. Every other anime, especially. <laughs> so I, I don't know if I would have... That would have got me very excited for the show if that was our original plan. Uh, I mean... Uh, I don't know. I found it extremely entertaining. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's just everyone Maybe the- showing up and, like, fighting all those dudes. and uh, It was just super fun and, like... Um. I can sort of see where you're coming from, Joe. Like, multiple viewings of these scenes. Some of them are kind of just, just kind of, kind of there, I guess. Like, the, um, like I was pretty shocked when the, uh, thugs destroyed Jackhammer Dude's apartment. But, uh, 
they didn't really put a whole lot into him and the thugs fighting. Uh, yeah. Same thing with the Kung Fu guy when he breaks out the staff initially. Well, I just mean kind of like the well, maybe not so much the first episode because that was kind of Maki and not Maki. What's her name? Oh my god, the, the supermodel and the other those two. Yeah. It was like it was kind of focusing around them. I guess it was episode, but it was kind of mixed in there. It was like two stories going on at once. Yeah, it was there. This uh, yes. part was really big about parallel events going on. Yeah, so I guess for me, because I've seen a lot of animes where it's just everyone's after the the girl, the super cute girl, and everyone. And then there was even a scene with the the kid with the bike or whatever where he's kind of chewing on her boob a little bit or something. I don't know. That was <laughs> oh, just that kinda... was, I think that was when she fell on him. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I stuff mean, like that. Joe, I mean, Joe kinda, try, kinda... try not to get boob on you with those things. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. is 60% breast. But yeah, I know. It, I it's know, just maybe but, it was. Well, the, hmm. what I really enjoyed about the whole like scenario that you're just talking about was that they really subverted it. Like these guys were horning over her, and then they brought mm. her to their leader, and he was like, "Nah, I'm not into this. So like, get the fuck out of here with this shit." Yeah, but then That's he was true. also yeah. kind of like, "Oh, maybe I am." But then, but then he I, hated it. Yeah, what he, I appreciated. He was like, "God damn it!" Yeah, he's like, and there was no reason for them to fight except for the fact that they're crazy eccentric fighters he was mm. like all right we're gonna go give this girl back and then they all mm. fight and then the i don't know i just thought it was really subversive the way they kind of and they kind of mirrored him with with maki where the the big giant dude comes out and he's like obsessed <laughs> with this kid uh, i just really which Love is that. creepy because that motherfucker looks forty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I thought they really turned. It was a really good, like, I thought they really turned like the damsel in distress trope on its head with that whole scenario. Mm. It was. Yeah, I'm, I might have been focusing too much on that part, but you got a point there. At the end, it just kind of switches up a bit and does get. That fight was pretty cool. I did like the. But yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. something Jumper Cables has been mentioning uh, the last few times we watched it about how it's kind of subverting tropes and yeah, something this, you've been like, you've been, what's the word I'm looking for here? Well, I didn't you've been uh, opposing me on it every time I've mentioned. Yeah, just because I don't, I don't know that they have been, but I don't like I said before. Probably I don't watch as much anime as you, so. Before, I kind of felt like more like they were just kind of playing around with some of the ideas, like parodying it. But this was, for me, like, it's like, okay, like, I see what you're talking about now. Like, they're definitely completely turning shit on its head. Yeah, it's uh, the way I kind of saw it. Um, yeah, though, um, I didn't, I guess I didn't fully recognize it to that degree just because of all that was going on um though i guess that is another point of appreciation for it uh i mean i'm glad there was a lot going on because uh abducting mina was not enough to really get me invested i honestly (laughs) don't like that character all that much (laughs) yeah i mean i think she's fine she's just kind of there and that's yeah. probably another reason why I was fighting you on it is because she does feel kind of shallow. Like she is, 
She's well. Racist. My my point with her is that the uh, element that's supposed to make her sexy is kind of gross. Yeah, I mean, I don't find it gross. I, I just think it's kind of funny. It's just, it's a lot. <laughs> but that that is kind of at the end of the day all she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they're trying to make her sexy. They just seem like they're just exaggerating her. They're just, you know, making it. They're just really overdoing the whole boob thing and how anim, you know, a lot of anime has where all the girls have incredibly huge boobs. I mean, it, I, I, the, the, all the episodes that we've watched so far, I've haven't seen any, or at least I can't remember any scenes where they really sexualized her in any way. Well, yeah. no, they, no, neither of us is saying yeah. that. Where, where, oh, okay. Where, where we've got conflict is, um. I think they're actually meant to be unpleasant, whereas okay. uh, Mike's saying yes. they're just meant to be comical. Yeah. I go with the comical, because they are hilarious. They're just everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they fucking, when they, when Bite Kid saves her and they jump off the roof and you see the shock, <laughs> the shock being absorbed yeah. by both their bodies, but they're <laughs> safe because it vibrated the most in your titties. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The idea of them as shock absorbers was funny. I can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's funny. <laughs> I also really like right before that when he is like, oh, "How are we gonna get out of here?" And he looks at the stairs, and rather than get off the bike and carry it up the stairs, he like bunny hops every single stair, <laughs> and they just sit there and watch him do it. He is a fucking wizard on that thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's funny that he insists on street fighting with it because like he would kill at any event. Yeah, uh. I'm still kind of. I want to see him fight without the bike. Because he um, when the when Lucha guy was fighting, he was like, "All right, I think you can handle it, but I'll jump it if I need to." But his bike was destroyed at that point. And we yeah. didn't get to see what that looks like. Well, he he tried, but got annihilated two seconds after immediately. I don't remember. He got backhanded by uh, Kin- Kinjiro. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember now. Yeah, he fucking... And, and left an imprint on the wall. <laughs> yeah, fucking backfisted him to the fucking wall. KO. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's some hyper-combo finishes in this uh, series of episodes. That's one. And what Maki does to take out uh, Kinjiro is the other. Yeah. Whew, God, I felt that one. She, she yeah. fucking did a spinning bird kick into an airspin driver. Yeah, that shit was so fucking cool. That shit <laughs> was raw as fuck. Yeah. I think my favorite uh, one-hit KO might be the flashback when Big Dude is explaining how he's taking care of everyone <laughs> that's <laughs> long arm out the bush. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that guy's a freak. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That guy is a goddamn freak. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's crazy how ahead of the, its time this show is. Uh, what year did it come out again? I don't. Uh, was it two thousand? I would say two thousand, either somewhere between two thousand three and two thousand five. Mm. Yeah, I'll just. Check. I don't know everything about this. Like, they just keep adding more really interesting, like, like 
complex, really strong female characters, and like there's gay characters, but it, they're kind of used for punchlines, but not mm-hmm. not really. Like you don't. I mean, it, it could be based on what I've seen. It could be a lot worse. It, yeah, it doesn't feel like they're disrespecting the characters for for being well, that way. Yeah, uh, Nagato isn't weird because he's gay. He's weird because he thinks he can have another dude's baby. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 like, has decided that all women, the fact that women exist, is, like, a threat to that. Uh-huh. And the fact that he's, like, he's, like, an inverse of Maki's creepy stalker dude. He's basically, they're, they're cut from the same cloth. Yeah. And they don't fucking crazy. They don't really make that big a deal of the, the actual dude, whatever his name is, not being into girls. But they do play around with all this stuff. Which I think yeah. It's really fun. There's something there, but he doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> As evidenced by the fucking nosebleed. Yeah. He's very confused. <laughs> I did like that Maki was actually getting some blows. I mean, like, she... She took she, some Yeah. By the time she finished that fight, her face was totally bloody. Which is... Yeah, doesn't seem like it happens a lot. No, the, uh, it's, I guess it was one of my uh, issues with the show when it first started out is that she seemed kind of uh, unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And I was worried that that would just kind of be, like, the nature of the beast for 90% of it. But, uh, yeah, no. Basically, her fights from this point out are actually, like, legit two-sided type deals. Like, everyone's getting some hits in. And it just makes makes for uh, more entertaining combat overall. Yeah. That's why I was... That's why I was tempted to keep watching a few more episodes because the wrestling thing was starting up and that seemed like that was going to get really cool I don't know if it's a spoiler to say that like the fight coming up is one of my favorites in the entire series but I'm saying oh my. Uh-huh. look forward to that shit Sounds well, well, well as soon as Maki put on that mask I was like yes should I watch the next episode Cause, I, mean, <laughs> I was kind of afraid it was going to blow up yeah, that was that was awesome. And getting into the rings, like the perfect place for her too. Yeah, should be good. You know, I mentioned uh, Nagato looking forty. I was a little shocked to find out Lucha Master will be forty <laughs> in a couple of episodes. Yeah, I thought that was in- interesting. Like he asked him, he's "Like, how old are you?" He's like. 40. And then they just cut. Like, why did he ask that? <laughs> yeah, it did seem kind of out of nowhere. Maybe there's going to be a birthday party episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was like all the, I guess that group of guys dressed in all black. Now, the name of the episode is Black Alliance of Justice and Sincerity. Was that their name, or maybe I missed it? Yeah, they um, refer to them as such in um, they refer to themselves as such at the beginning of that first episode. Okay. <laughs> um, I think it's like 
uh, I'm not as um, up on animes featuring like delinquents. I watched the Crow Zero movie, uh, Crow Zero movies, and like a film called a, a film based on a long-running manga from way back in the day called uh, Otoko Juku, which, uh, from what I hear, is the godfather of shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probably more there than I can really understand, but I think that's more of the playing with tropes type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, they were... I mean, I guess they were sincere. But, uh, <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot of justice going on. <laughs> no. They fucking stole a woman. It's their own brand of justice. <laughs> <laughs> Taking pictures with her. But, uh, I mean, kind of the, uh, the pacing and, like, the fun in this episode, and especially those dudes, um, and, you know, combined with all, everybody, you know, kind of banding together to, beat all these guys up it really reminded me a lot of Kung Fu Hustle mm-hmm. so much so that I was like thinking like like hey why hasn't this like why didn't this take off why isn't there like a movie of this unless there yeah. is and I don't know but I was thinking like Stephen Chow should direct a movie of this <laughs> that would be pretty tight I would love to see it yeah, they've uh, they've done uh, live action adaptions of mangas and animes before, some good, some not so good. But uh, I'd like to see it. I'd like uh, if they're gonna try and do a live action Air Master, I want someone who can work the wires really well doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, as he came to mind especially because he's has a the movie has a pretty good mix of like actual skilled like the wire foo combined with like skilled martial artists and like just kind of on the ground practical stuff yeah and i think it, like an airmaster live action we would really benefit from from that mhm definitely like that would be that would be the setup for a perfect airmaster film mhm oh yeah Though like, I can't help but imagine if they make it in China, then uh, is probably going to get a much bigger role. <laughs> Who's that? The uh, Kung Fu staff guy. Oh, that guy. Who I think had my uh, well, one of my favorite moments in this crop of episodes, which he uh, where he reveals he can do drunken boxing, but has <laughs> zero alcohol tolerance. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. It was, it was funny. It reminded me of a scene from uh, Iron Fist, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't know. Oh yeah, uh, which everybody loved, but and I kind of felt the same way here. I I thought they could have put a little bit more into the animation, mm-hmm. but when that happened in Iron Fist, I was like, oh shit, it's going down, and then I was kind of underwhelmed by the fight. See, I was like. My feelings on it is like this is where maybe not that is where Iron Fist should have started. Maybe the odd tournament of death right before it, and that should have been like I don't know level two, level three. <laughs> Iron Fist needed more of that. Yeah, and um... like a lot more of that. I know I'm definitely in it, the it. It needed Mortal Kombat. Yeah, going going super off topic, but like. 
for me, I was like really happy with how that series turned out just because mm. the arc with the, there's just the whole young and the restless shit with the family was just hilarious to watch. Like pretty over the top. ass rich people. Yeah, it was over the top. But, uh, but yeah, as far as like Iron Fist shit, like it, they needed more time. They just didn't have time. Yeah, it kind of felt rushed. And yeah. Maybe like in t- maybe too many hands in the pot. Yeah, they didn't get, you know, especially with the fighting, they didn't have time to to like train, you know. Some people train for like a year before they start filming this type of shit. And yeah. I th- think they had like a month or two. Yeah. I mean, not only was it just in the basic cor- in the let's say the basic athleticism itself, but like one thing I really missed is that uh, it the the fighting wasn't distinctive. Like yeah. something I'll say about like the big names in the martial arts films and maybe just action films in general is that you'll kind of notice a physical signature to how both they fight and how their fights play out. They look distinctive from guys just hitting each other. There's kind of a a unique take on it that kind of a, that makes up the the artistry of it, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Well, I know people are just like hating on him, and and the defenders is going to come out. People are just hating on him, but yeah, uh, I I hope that you know give it some time, and they'll get the right choreographer, and they'll get the mm-hmm. right person who knows how to tell an Iron Fist story. We'll yeah. get a good season of that at some point. Yeah, it's like the pieces are there. I think that was the most frustrating element, is that the pieces were there and they just weren't using them. Yeah, I think you've been a... You're probably like the one person who I've ever heard mention Iron Fist before. Like, oh, yeah. the MCU was even a thing. <laughs> yeah, I remember... Well, I used to collect the uh, like like Marvel trading cards, and Iron Fist was like a character that popped up a lot. And seemed like he'd be my shit, but I could never find his uh, comics. Hmm. But yeah, Airmaster. <laughs> <laughs> you think Maki could take Iron Fist? Uh, yes. Well, she seems to be able to find a way to take down anybody, and he seems to get, at least this version of Iron Fist, gets his ass kicked, kind of. He seems to get whipped by people that shouldn't be able to whip him. <laughs> I will say some of the fights during the last couple of episodes were cool. The fight in the rain with Colleen. Yeah, yeah that yeah, was pretty oh good. Boy. Yeah. It, it feels like without actually using the Iron Fist power, he's not a great fighter. I mean, at least that's the impression I kept getting. Like, he's, he's good, but he's not not like at the level of Daredevil or something. He just he just seems to, uh, I don't know. He just, you know. He didn't seem to come off as very strong. Yeah, I think I see what you're saying. It's like uh, when up against like a regular person or like a goon, he does fine. But when he's up yeah. against someone who actually knows what to do with their arms and legs, he's outmatched till he busts that power out. Exactly. Yes, that's what it felt like. I mean, he always in the, in the show. He he always found some way to get himself out of the situation but yeah he technically didn't, didn't lose a whole lot of fights he just like took a hot ass whooping getting there <laughs> exactly so 
he, he seems like an okay fighter, but that iron fist, that's the thing that <laughs> makes yeah. him stand out. Yeah. Um, getting back to Air Master, <laughs> I think Kenjiro might have the iron fist. <laughs> yeah. Because he took down a bear. <laughs> he just casually mentioned that in there. I mean, I can't believe it. it because he was DBZing shit the whole time with mm-hmm. those, like, metal sandals and the weighted wristbands. Yeah, that was funny. I think I've seen those the wristbands in real life before. I've seen some like it. I don't know what the weight was on those, but those sandals had to be fucking heavy as shit. Yeah. Speaking of Iron Fist... The bear thing already reminded me of, like, Tekken, but... Yeah, Paul. <laughs> uh, well, more like Kuma. Or I guess he does Paul have... fighting Kuma. Yeah, that's right, I forgot. But I think... I feel like Big Dude was voiced by Heihachi's voice actor. I'm not sure, Could though. Be. Sounded a lot like him. Mm. Could have been. There was a lot of weird characters mixed in amongst, uh... The all-boys school, uh... Either of you guys noticed the random black guy? I don't no, think no. so. Where? Where? <laughs> there's there's a black guy mixed into the crowd. I think he only he's only visible twice. Once when they're all standing there before the fight, and then again when they're all on the boat. <laughs> uh, that's funny. No, he's I kind of there. Like Phil Lamar. <laughs> Phil Lamar and Spider-Man Two. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Just hanging out. It's like you—you you are better than this, Phil. I know you want some money, but you should at least get like a speaking role or something. I thought he elevated the film. <laughs> I mean, he did, but like the casting people, like show some goddamn respect. Let him say something. Well, on you, camera. you know, it's funny. I think I—that got brought up. I think he was on Fat Man on Batman, and that got brought up. Oh, really? He was talking to Mark Bernard and. And he was like, how did that happen? And he was just like, yeah, I was on set for something else, and I was kind of poking my head around, and they were like, hey, you want to be in this? And I was like, sure. (laughs) (laughs) So he's there. But that scene is just already, like, so amazing. And, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, everything about it is so great, and he just, like, brings it to another level where you're like, is that Phil Lamar? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, snap, that is Phil Lamar. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah um, let's see double checking the notes here I think we've more or less hit everything uh, is it just me or does Jackhammer guy live in a dump <laughs> I don't know I mean it's definitely a dump now considering they ripped the stairs off of it yeah that was pretty funny they're just a weird, strange. They're like the Borg. They're just they're gonna like, do this. <laughs> never underestimate uh, easily influenced mobs. <laughs> the power of stupid people in great numbers. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, Lord of mercy. Oh, one of the things that like really struck me in this episode was the. I thought the first episode nine had a really interesting ending um, where Maki is gonna she's about to kick the shit out of uh, Kaori and then the baby is like on her foot and they stop yeah. and then Kaori like carries uh, 
ring and ringe. Yeah, and then like she's like cradling cradling her for a lot, and at the end, it's it's, it's just a really weird like somber moment that kind of mm-hmm. comes out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, I was I wasn't sure how to I don't know what was going on with that. I was kind of a little lost. Why did uh, that happen? Um well, I don't it's I think what like from a storytelling standpoint, maybe what they're trying to say is like like she's the homie and like you shouldn't like completely destroy her this way. Mm. They are kind of on friendly terms. Uh, and we know that she likes her because she buys her lots of food. Uh, and I, I guess they're all kind of friends now, so maybe that was the deal. Hmm. Protecting, I guess. Yeah. But it was the a. The other thing at work here is um, Maki getting all crazy again. Mm hmm. Yeah, she's kind of holding her back. Kind of like uh, what happened with uh, when she was fighting a creepy dude. Mm-hmm. Well, she said that one. She said that one thing where you know, I, I what was it like I love fighting or something. She like addicted to just fighting, and I think yeah, if someone didn't tell her to stop, she would never stop. Yeah, maybe she would yeah. have decapitated her. Yeah, I probably. Think she, I think she goes into that mode at one point while fighting uh, Kinjiro, and then comes out of it. When uh, Mina starts screaming, <laughs> but I'm not 100 percent on that. Her eyes got all weird, and she just got super into it again. And yeah, ugh. it's like crack to her. <laughs> she loves it. <laughs> she really loves it. Yeah, that goes on too long. Somebody might have died. Hmm. What's funny is, is um, I think Sakiyama can regenerate, though, because I'm pretty sure it's the same day that they all end up uh, at, like, I guess the center of town where uh, the big fight happens and she tries to challenge Airmaster before Long Arms shows up. Yeah. <laughs> I like the music on this show. Mm-hmm. It's pretty solid. Yeah, it's good, but... It's funny, I, I had uh, one of the theme songs for My Hero Academia stuck. It's been stuck in my head for a couple days. Mm-hmm. And it's <laughs> sort of like, it's also J-Rock, but like when I started watching this, I was just like, oh yeah, like, fuck yeah, like, this shit's getting me pumped. I love mm-hmm. this intro music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love the closing. It, they're both pretty good. They both uh, fit the... Uh opening really gets you hyped and the uh <laughs> closing is just so goddamn silly yeah it is it's, a, it's hilarious and it's really yeah. funny good but, stuff um, anything you guys want to say about these episodes before we get the recommendations mm. can't wait for some wrestling um trying to think of stuff to recommend here the uh scene with drunken shinosuke made me think of uh legend of the drunken master yeah for sure i mean really both of the movies but the uh, i think i like the second one a little more yeah 
The first one's good, but the problem with... Not really the problem with the first one, but what might bother you the first time watching it is the fact that everyone in that first Drunken Master movie is a dick. <laughs> yeah. That's something that bothers you more than most people, I think. Well, it <laughs> bothers you less than most people, too. I don't know about that. I don't know if either of us is a fair barometer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can recognize that people are, like, fake characters are dicks, but, like... But you also enjoy it. I don't get mad at it. No, you actively enjoy it. Mm. Uh, if it's funny. If it's over the top. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, I just... <laughs> I like seeing people that are just have no moral barometers. <laughs> they just... They just do shit that normal people wouldn't even think of. Yeah, there's a bit of that going on in there. Um, what was it? Uh, Crow Zero, if you... Uh, I mean, thinking about those delinquents. Mm -hmm. And also, if you just like badass fight scenes. There's like three of them. And yeah, I'd suggest watching them all. They're all pretty good. Cool. They've been on my list for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think. I could have swore I had one more. Something about the way you go through, excuse me, like just a weird cavalcade of uh, crazy-ass fighters made me think of Scott Pilgrim. Huh. <laughs> Specifically the live-action film. Interesting. Like, to the degree that I wanted to call this crop of episodes uh, uh, Aikawamaki versus the all-boys school. Mm. <laughs> yeah. On that note, if you like crazy characters, I was watching an interview with Kojima recently, and he kind of like pointed out, um, which I think I noticed when I finally watched it, but there's a film called, there's a Mexican film called El Topo by Alejandro Jodorowsky. And mm -hmm. Kojima was like, yeah, straight up MGS is just El Topo. Like, because mm. he, it's about this guy, it's really hard to explain, but kind of a big chunk of the film is this guy, um, kind of almost like No More Heroes in a way, um, kind of working his way to be the top dude. And so he kind of travels to different weird locations to meet these weird people with really weird philosophies and then kill them and then he kind of moves through them all. Mm. So okay. I'll have to check that out. It's kind of a, a... It's funny they came from a Mexican director but it's a very, like, Japanese trope. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy, you know, almost like Pokemon, like, this guy's got this specialty and this guy's got this thing going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much like uh, that formula of games. You know, work your way to the top. Yeah. <laughs> Beat all the other guys with their weird specialties and all that shit. Yeah. Hey, uh, mentioned... Um, oh. Play Streets of Rage. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say play Tekken. Uh, yeah, fighting games or beat-em-ups are like a good uh, pairing for a show like this. Yeah, Bruce Lee movies. Game of Jeff. <laughs> if you want to see little people fight big people. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got anything, Joe? Uh, 
play Super Ninja Boy. That was a game on the Super NES where you it was a side-scrolling game where you played two ninja brothers and they kick people. <laughs> so they, they kick lots of people. And then if you want more kicking, watch the Ong Bak movies. There's tons of it there. Oh, sweet Jesus. There's truckloads of it. Elbowing. Kneeing. Yes. Yeah. There's lots of that Punching, there. Punching. Bone yeah. breaking. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's raw as fuck. Yeah, those, those are good. Uh, um, and I guess River City Ransom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, River City Ransom is probably what these guys think, like the life these guys think they're living. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I think that's all I got. All right. Anything you guys want to say to the audience? Oh, I had a couple more recommendations. Oh, sure. Uh, I already said it. We already mentioned both of them, but I don't know. <laughs> I I only hesitate to recommend Iron Fist because so many people just outright hate it. <laughs> so, uh, go in with your expectations low. Yeah. Uh, I I enjoyed it. It's a fun show. Maybe that's a recommendation for a different anime, but uh, also definitely I mentioned it already. But Kung Fu Hustle, it's mm-hmm. especially these like the first three episodes we watched here, nine, ten, and eleven, um, mm-hmm. kind of very similar structure to that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I want someone to take this and make a movie out of it. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I might have to do it, but if I were to do it, it would have to be a transplant movie. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Which could work. Make it with an unknown. Yeah. Yeah, we I can think... like bring about a new age of uh, martial arts films. Yeah. Yeah. Because I miss them. Hmm. Uh, Anything you guys want to say to the audience before I kick their essence and their bodies' asses? <laughs> eat my wanna, Ugh. want to meet Maki in real life. Yeah. Joe, you contact me if you ever find her. <laughs> yes. Because that's my future wife. You'll know when my face is caved in. That's when you know I have found her. <laughs> you show up at my house with a broken nose. <laughs> it's literally hanging off to the side. I found her. I finally like found her. Half a footprint across your face. <laughs> yeah. I found her. <laughs> All right. I think we're good. Butterscotch pancakes. The opening and closing theme is Synthetic Highway. Please check out its creator, Submorphine, at soundcloud.com slash submorphine. S-U-B-H-I-P-O-R-P-H-I-E. The preview theme slash promo theme is Anime Rocker. Please check out its creator at facebook.com slash squarion, S-Q-U-A-R-I-O-N. 
Also check out Square Eon's Flash Project, Project Stick, at facebook.com slash projectstick. For old episodes and new episodes as they come out, please subscribe to us on soundcloud.com slash radio. You can also subscribe to us on Facebook at facebook.com slash radio, on Twitter at radio, or through Android, iTunes, or Google Play. If you want to talk to the host individually, I'm on Twitter at Connect. Joe is on Twitter at MAGP Returns, and Mike is on Twitter at HyperNights. The Bento Brawls are basically barroom brawls for people who aren't old enough to drink. Yeah, at first I thought it was, is this some sort of grocery store fight club? What, what am I watching here? Yeah. So-